do you have a post-processing roadmap? This is the Wild Eye Podcast. Hey everybody, my name is Jerry, I'm from Wild Eye, and I've just returned from a two-week private guided safari, which saw my client, Joni and I, visit the Masamara, Serengeti, and Sabi Sabi. Now, from a destination point of view, that combination is golden. It takes you from the open grasslands of East Africa, those massive open expanses with the singular trees, which is just stunning, all the way to the low felt, more thick, bushy area of South Africa. Now, I'll do a breakdown of the different areas in a future podcast. What I wanted to look at and speak about is your roadmap for your post-processing, your pathway, if you will, or like you know it, your workflow. Now, I've been on quite a few safaris in my life, I've hosted quite a few trips, and I've worked with a lot of people on their Lightroom, their Photoshop, their post-processing. And it's still, it's not shocking, it's, it's sad for me to see how few people have a roadmap. Like, start here with your processing, end there. So, what happened during this last trip? As we started on the day one, we had to upgrade Joni's Lightroom just to get to the latest version, all the masking features. But then we also introduced Photoshop, which is brand new, and we introduced Nick and then eventually Topaz, Photo AI. So all of those things are tools that you can use and should use because if you want the most out of your images, the more tools you have, specialist tools, the better it's going to be for you and your images. However, people struggle. I know a lot of you guys, you might struggle with which tools to use when. So if, for example, I'm going to go monochrome, I might want to use Silver Effects, which is Nick Filter's uh, monochrome converter, best in the market by far for me. If you are doing noise reduction and sharpening, you might want to use Photo AI, which is Topaz's new kind of one-click solution. If you want to do masking, you can do it in Lightroom and or Photoshop or Camera Raw. So there's all of these tools on the table, right? But which one should you use when? So what, what we did on this trip is we started from the beginning and said, okay, cool. In the past, if you had a workflow within Lightroom, mine would always go as follows. Now, if you go back in our content, you'll find this. I would normally start with the black point and the white point. Those are the black and white sliders in Lightroom. I would use that as a rule to define black and white in my image, to balance the histogram, so to speak, and inject contrast into the image. From there, I would go up. I would adjust my shadows, my highlights to taste depending on the image. I would go up in contrast, I would punch that to a plus eight, and only then, if necessary, would I use exposure to do damage control. I would then drop down, I think it's called presence, in Lightroom, and I would do texture, clarity, dehaze, depending on the image and how much. I would then do vibrance and saturation. That would be the overall kind of workflow in Lightroom. At that point, I would go to special adjustments or localized adjustments, which in the past was the brush, the radial filter, and the graduated filter. Now, as you know, Lightroom introduced masks, which is amazing. AI-based, it selects the subject, the background, the sky. You can do uh, objects. You still have the ability then to do brushes, radial, and gradiented filters. And you can also go more dedicated by using uh, tonal or color ranges. So, with all of that said, right, I am using in pretty much all of my images now, and this has been for quite some time, I'm using Lightroom, Photoshop, Nick, Topaz, all of them. The challenge is if you use Nick filters, any of them, right, or you are using Topaz inside of Lightroom, it creates a new file. So 
your raw file in Lightroom gets worked on as you do normally, the moment you use one of the external editors, like a Nick or a Topaz, what Lightroom does, it creates a TIFF file in the same directory where your original raw file lives and all adjustment gets done on that. So if you, for example, have a lion portrait and you now run Nick filters because you want to do color effects and you want to do glamour glow and pro contrast on that image, for example, right? The moment you save that, you have a new TIFF file in your Lightroom catalog. So you've got two that look very similar. Now you want to adjust Topaz on that new Nick filtered version. It creates another new TIFF file. And then by the time you finish, you could have three or four of the same files. It can become a little bit messy. Lightroom's cataloging feature is golden and you can work around it, but you want to try and keep it as simple as possible. So my workflow, and this is the one that I shared with Joni as well, is you start in Lightroom, you do all your basic adjustments and your masking. You then go file or photo rather out of Lightroom. Photo, edit in Photoshop. It takes it into Photoshop. While you're in Photoshop then, that's where you run Nick and or Topaz, right? Because you can do it in layers. And when you're finished, you squish it down to your final file, you save it in Photoshop, and it throws it back into Lightroom. So now I only have my original raw file that I've processed inside of Lightroom, and I've got my new TIFF file. They'll be grouped together with a one and a two, so Lightroom stacks it automatically, right? So it stacks it that the newest version is always one. Okay, so what I mean by a roadmap, if you were, and I will do this if you guys are keen, in a more detailed tutorial showing you the screens and stuff. I'm just talking what I have on my mind here. I would start in Lightroom, do my basic processing, heavy on masks, heavy, heavy on masks, because the, 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 the power of the new masking feature in Lightroom and the updates they've done to it, you almost don't have to balance your, your black and white like I used to do anymore. For those of you that have worked with me in the past, you'll know black slider, white slider, carry on. You can still do that. I'm finding myself digging straight into the masks. So. First point of call on our roadmap is Lightroom and masks. Get it as far as you can, depending on what the vision is. Once you've done that, I would go photo, edit in, Photoshop. So my roadmap now takes me into Photoshop. When I'm in Photoshop, the first thing I will do is I launch Nick filters. In there, under color effects, there are three or four, four of the filters in there that I look at and lean on quite heavily the last while. They are, in no particular order, pro contrast, amazing to give your image pop, and also to remove every, any color costs that you have in the image. Number two, darken and brighten center. It's basically a vignetting tool, but it's way more subtle that you can do darkening the outside of the frame. Number three would be glamour glow. Very specific, but very powerful when deployed correctly. And then sometimes I would use um, it's called brilliance and warmth, where it's just a more saturation or I can tone more of the color back. I'll do all of those in Nick. I say apply in Nick filters. That takes me back into Photoshop, right? So I've gone Lightroom, Photoshop, Nick, Photoshop. Gotcha. At this point, I will look at the image and say, okay, what else do I need to do here? Do I need to remove any dust spots? Do I have to, 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 to clone anything if that's your game? But that happens inside of Photoshop, right? Now... I would say, okay, cool, I'm pretty much done. And now what happens, Photo AI is a beautiful way to finesse your images. I know Mike has on the Wild Eye YouTube channel, he's done a video on it. I did a bit of a quick piece on Photo AI in there as well. So from Photoshop, I would then launch Photo AI, 
which automatically determines if the image needs sharpening and or noise reduction. It auto applies it and it is pretty damn effective, right? You can tweak it if you need to, otherwise hit apply, save and you're back in Photoshop. So let's go from the top, Lightroom, into Photoshop, into Nick, back to Photoshop, into Topaz, back to Photoshop, and then once you finish in Photoshop, you just close the file, you can squish the, the layers down to one image again, and you close the file and you save it. It closes for Photoshop. If you then go back to Lightroom, your newly edited images that has gone through this entire roadmap now sits next to your raw file in Lightroom. Number one, it'll be stacked with a one and a two. Number one, the newest one will always number one. And then in Lightroom, if there's anything, the cool thing is this, when your image arrives back from Photoshop after it's taken this little roadmap, right? It's a zero rated file, i.e. there's no uh, slider adjustments. So if you wanted to carry on and do more slider adjustments or new masking features, you can do that now, right? And then once I'm done there, I would export the file to whatever medium, either for print or, or social and so on. Okay, now, if you have that roadmap, it's like driving from here to the office. For me, Lightroom, Photoshop, Nick, Photoshop, Topaz, Photoshop, Lightroom. That's my destination. If I now say, cool, I now want to do a monochrome image, right? Something out of the ordinary. That roadmap that I gave you, that would be for every single image. And it doesn't take long. Guys, I can do all of that. If your computer's fast enough, I can do all of that in 45 seconds to a minute. And it's a finessed, beautiful quality image, right? Depending on obviously the amount of work I have to do on it. If I now want to do a monochrome, I'm going to keep my same roadmap, but at some stage during the process, I'm going to just add a little detour in. It looks as follows. Lightroom, Photoshop, Nick Filters, Color Effects Pro specifically for the ones I've mentioned, back to Photoshop, and now I detour. Now I add in Nick again, Silver Effects, I do all my Silver Effects, which is the monochrome converting there, back to Photoshop, and then I'm back on the route. What do I do? I go Topaz, Photoshop, Lightroom. Yeah, if I want to do a vintage type of image, I would go. My roadmap stays the same. I just divert once or twice. Lightroom, Photoshop, Nick filters, color effects, back to Photoshop. I will launch Silver Effects to create a monochrome version. I come back to Photoshop. Here's my new detour for a vintage. I will take those two inside of Photoshop, the monochrome and the color one, and I will blend them to each other. Yeah, there's my little detour. I'm back to Photoshop, still there. Then I go Topaz, Photoshop, Nick, uh, Lightroom. So if you can figure out for yourself the road that you drive, so to speak, inside of Lightroom every single time, and then just detour as needed, you're gonna find you get much better at it. Now, case in point, and I'm gonna use Joni as an example, she was brand new to the Nick filter system. She was brand new to the Photoshop system, and she was pretty new now with Photo AI. But because it's a repetitive thing, it becomes second nature. You don't have to look at your notes anymore. You can just keep going. So again, my base roadmap, Lightroom. Now inside of Lightroom, I've got a little workflow, but the roadmap, Lightroom, Photoshop, Nick filters, color effects, Photoshop, Topaz, Photo AI, Photoshop, back to Lightroom. So Lightroom's strength, which it beats the shit out of Photoshop, is the ability to catalog and keep your images together. Right, So I can take every one of those steps, one more time, Lightroom, Photoshop, Nick, Photoshop, Topaz, Photoshop, Lightroom. With each of that 
those destinations on my roadmap, I can break it down further. What do I do inside of Lightroom? When I get to Photoshop, what do I do? In Nick, what and how do I do it? Uh, back to Photoshop, do I need to blend the opacity for layers? Topaz, how do I do photo AI? Photoshop, do I do anything else? Lightroom, how do I catalog? So in time, if you guys want, if you have specific questions, please ask at the back of this episode of the podcast and I'll break them down in tutorials in the future. But again, if you don't have a roadmap for your own processing, you're gonna leave image quality on the table, you're gonna get frustrated and you're never gonna to get to a point where you produce multiple images back to back to back, which is quality, processed and have utilized all the tools to get the best out of it. Now, I know there are some of you that still has resistance with regards to external plugins like Topaz and like Nick. Why? Why? These tools are there for us to use. It's not cheating. You can go into Lightroom and Photoshop, right? And do all those things, but it's gonna take you a long time, right? Nick filters have some amazing, amazing plugins. So Color Effects is one for me, which I do, I've mentioned those four, right? Brilliance and Warmth, Dark and Light and Center, Glamour Glow, and Pro Contrast. Not all of the time, depends on what the image needs. Inside of Topaz, I've got the full suite. So I've got Sharpen AI, Denoise AI, Photo AI, and Gigapixel. But Photo AI, for the majority of you, single-click solution, ridiculously powerful. Guys, I promise you, the image quality you get if you follow a proper roadmap and you include things like Topaz and Nick, next level. Next level. So again, your roadmap, figure out what it is. It doesn't have to be the same as mine, but you need one. You need a road that you drive, so to speak, every time you process your images in Lightroom. It'll make your life easier and you'll produce better images. That's it. Let me know your thoughts. If you have any questions on this, please shoot and I will then use some of the questions and produce standalone, not a series, but a standalone video for each of those. Right, one last time, my roadmap, import into, into Lightroom. I take my images from my raw folder, the ones I wanna process or add to a collection. I've done videos on that before. From the collection, I start editing. My editing goes as follows. Lightroom, masks, Lightroom, Photoshop. Photoshop, Nick filters, the ones I just mentioned. Nick filters back to Photoshop. Photoshop to Topaz, Photo AI specifically, unless I need to deploy one of the other ones. From Topaz back to Photoshop, see if anything else is needed, like a dodging or burning, whatever, and then when I'm done there, save it back to Lightroom. That is my roadmap, and I find it very effective. I find it works for me. I find I, it, it teaches very well because it creates a nice structure for you to bite onto, and it allows you detours at any point during that roadmap for you to get what you want from your images. There we go. If you have any questions, let me know. If you have comments, let me know. And if you want to share your roadmap with me, that's great. Send me an email, jerry at wildeye.com, G-E-R-R-Y at wildeye, two words with a dash in between, dot com, or Jerry Finnevolt on all the social media platforms. Guys, thank you for listening. If you're on YouTube, thank you for watching. I will see you in the next episode. My name is Jerry. I'm from Wild Eye. Have a good one. Bye for now. Mm.